0: I'm Tracy Rhodes, creator of Traces of Faith. Writing online since 2014, I've been swept up in the glorious and bottomless well of Capital C Church, the body of Christ, those believers who proclaim Jesus as divine king over, well, everything. With this weekly podcast, I want to connect all of us to the greater church. Whether you're a new believer or a seasoned one, Christian curious, or anywhere in between, I'm confident you'll be intrigued by what I've discovered in my spiritual wanderings. Let's talk church. Today's topic, when you change your thinking on something in scripture. Um, that that will go around every now and then on social media. What's something that you believed at 20 years old that you don't believe anymore? What's something that has changed in your theology over the years? Any combination thereof, um, and I think we all have that. We all should have that like it's it's a growing faith right it's we grow in our understanding and the holy spirit reveals things to us as we are obedient and as we continue in this faith walk so i think it's all completely normal i would be more concerned if it never happened um and one of the things i have changed my mind about and haven't landed on. I, I could say that quite honestly, too. I just think it's going to continue to be a tension in my life. I don't think I'm going to solve it, if you will. And my faith is perfectly okay being there. Um, it hasn't always been that way by any means. I thought there had to be a solid answer, um, or, or I hadn't done enough researching Um this particular topic, I I am becoming more and more convinced, is something that God invites us to wrestle with, something that we should approach with fear and trembling, something that is more complex than what culture or society or history tries to have it be. And I'm going to talk today, very briefly, just about submission. Um, in particular, those I've heard the term not necessarily for this but just in general the term clobber verses maybe you've heard that too and i kind of like that um it's referring to a time that we take a verse or two completely out of context um, of all of scripture and of in particular the chapters before and after the um, individuals that that particular passage was originally addressed to etc that's a whole other episode right um But these clapper verses are something that people will just um, lay down almost like a gauntlet and say, the Bible clearly says. Um, And this uh, particular passage I'm going to talk about is one of those, um, Colossians 3, 17 through 22. And here's why it came up today. Um, Our pastors are going through Colossians as a book, um, verse by verse, section by section, and our senior pastor um, had the um, honor and privilege, right, and I, and I think approached it as such of talking about um, these verses that say, Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as is fitting to the Lord. That's verse 18, Um and, and what, do you, what do you do with that? And what do you do with it in a world that bucks it? Um, what do you do in a world that labels Christians as complementarian or egalitarian, et cetera? Um, I thought he handled it well, um, said a few things that I would push back on, and I'm fortunate um, enough that I do meet on a regular basis with our pastor. And we have some of those sessions where we push back on things because that's what Christianity is and should be. When it's healthy is this um, back and forth. Look, if it was super easy and it could be narrowed down to three or four fine points, that's not faith and that's certainly not our God. He is so much bigger than that. So it's all good. And I can tell you that at the end of the day, my pastor and I don't 100% agree on where we stand on this issue, and that is 100% okay too, because we are two Christians, image bearers of God, formed as um, Christ believers in Christ, through Christ, for Christ, part of the body of Christ, and that doesn't mean we're clones, so it's perfectly okay. All right, I can already tell I'm probably going to have a part two to this episode at least, right? Because um, it's just misunderstood. I think that's why. Um, I'm going to read to you first starting with the tweet that I um, used today. So I had a conversation with a gal. Consider her one of my um, women that I disciple. She's been in Bible study pretty regularly off and on for years. Haven't seen her for a few months just because of our busy lives. But um, I certainly uh, would fully expect this young lady to come to me when she has questions um, about theology or Scripture and to to walk through those together. So she called me after hearing this sermon on Sunday and just had a few points about... Um, the submission topic that she wanted to uh, talk about, that she had left her uncomfortable, etc. So we had a good conversation. And then I tweeted this. Submit. It's all Greek to me. What a complex idea we toss around. I'm finding it easiest to wrap my head around when I consider the mystery of Christ. Fully God and fully human. Then I say, thank you, Jesus. Because those passages that talk about God submitting to the Father, our understanding of that word submit is one's on top and one's on bottom. Authority, right? Like, who's the boss? And it it just can't be what the Scripture is pointing to exactly. Um, Like I say, accept the complexity of it. Um, Wrestle with it. Apply it in different situations, um, in your own marriages, apply it to a single person, apply it to a person who um, it, it gets out of an abusive relationship but made vows before God. I mean, on and on and on and on. Please, please um, consider all the implications. Now, I'm going to close today's post. And like I say, my, I, I'll come back next week. We'll talk more about submission, okay? Um, years ago, I I think it was when we were doing a st- Bible study on Colossians, I came across this passage and had to um, dive into it. I've done so much diving into this idea of the roles of male and female. And I'm just going to read the post as a conclusion to today's episode, and would invite you back next week. We'll talk some more. A woman's Bible study in Michigan met to continue our study of Colossians. Three things we kept in mind as we examined the passage: Colossians 3:17 through22. Number one, Colossae is not your present-day fill-in-the-blank town. Number two, marriage then wasn't the same as today. Master-slave relations are unique work environments. Number three, the Greek word hupotasso is not the exact same word as our English word submit. Looking specifically at Colossians 3.18, Wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting to the Lord. It's from the NIV. On the message. Wives, understand and support your husband by submitting to them in ways that honor the master. A definition of submit from Merriam Webster to yield governance or authority. Hupatasso, the Greek word translated submit or be subject to in English. According to John Temple Bristow in his book, What Paul Really Said About Women, when used in the middle voice, In this voluntary sense, hupotasso means something like give allegiance to, tend to the needs of, be supportive of, be responsive to. Definition of the present passive imperative is used here. This word was a Greek military term meaning to arrange troop divisions in a military fashion under the command of a leader. In non-military use, it was a voluntary attitude of giving in, cooperating, assuming responsibility, and carrying a burden. It's odd to me the majority of English translations choosing the word submit to convey this hubitaso. Laying this groundwork, we quickly realized two things. Number one, unlike what society has taught us, women have an active role in this act of submission, This is not blanket permission for husbands to boss wives around, as is fitting to the Lord. Put that sentence first, then women after, voluntary cooperation, etc. Number two, when a husband loves his wife and is not harsh to her, it's an easy, natural thing to voluntarily be supportive of them. By and large, I'm in a a marriage relationship like this, and I flourish in other areas because of it. Blanketed between verses 17 and 19. Whatever you do, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, and husbands, love your wives, do not be harsh to them. Of course, to get the full picture of any passage of scripture you cross-reference, we did a bit of that. We considered the role children play, the instruction to fathers, not mothers, to not provoke, exasperate, aggravate your children, the instructions to slaves and masters without condemning slavery altogether, yet... Our summary of this passage, a few verses to a church in Colossae around 62 AD, is that once we've put on the new self, Colossians 3.10, we relate to people differently. We consider Christ in every encounter. Wives give allegiance, show support, and voluntarily cooperate with their husbands. Husbands, according to this passage, love their wives and aren't harsh to them. There's a mutual respect that was a revolutionary teaching for the time. I've seen plenty of examples in real life. Today's strong women who run businesses, schools, etc., voluntarily cooperating, even giving in to their husband because it's fitting in the Lord. The husband is loving and he's not harsh to her. This isn't a perfect world, which ours isn't. Further examination of this passage raises questions about our response to husbands who aren't loving. To the leadership expectations of single women is just a few examples. Our study book is written by N.T. Wright. We loved this sentence towards the end. Paul offers only very brief guidelines about various relationships, and so he must have intended his audience to work out the details for themselves. It is no bad thing, then, for us to do the same. That's all for today. Again, it's Tracy Rhodes. You can find me online at my blog, tracesoffaith.com. My social media handles, Twitter is Traces of Faith. Facebook and Instagram, Traces of Faith blog. Take care until next time.